Dylan. And I'm Sam. And, and this, this is, is the Last Minute Sports Podcast. So we're on a little short week here this time because uh, of some stuff that's come up. Yep. Uh, it's been a quite eventful couple of days, though, since the last podcast. It has, and the th- why it's a short week is because Dylan is going to the Illinois game this weekend. Yep, I'm very excited for that. Uh, Illinois is ranked for the first time since 2011. Uh, very excited. It is their homecoming, too, so if you pull out that win, there's a huge chance we can win the West. Um, yeah, not a lot happening in college football, uh, 100%. Not a lot's happening next week in college football. A lot of ranked matchups, though, but there's not really any upsets that I see for seeing. So there's no upset alert this week, but let's rec- uh, let's cover last week's. I had three t- games that weren't upset. I only went one for two. Um, I would have gone two for one, uh, but FSU decides to throw the ball, uh, with 20 seconds left when they're down two on, uh, NC State's 16-yard line. Mm, sounds something, sounds similar to something we saw in the NFL last yeah, week. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> the Russell Dem- Wilson. maybe the, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Denver yeah. Broncos-Colts game. Um. I don't get it, man. You're, like, I mean, I would throw the, you said 16-yard line? It was, a, they were in the red zone. I, if they had timeouts, uh, I, no timeouts. I mean, they had I th- one. If you have, I, that I could undersee. Oh, it was I, first down. I would still throw the ball. You said, what, like 20 seconds? I would throw the ball in that situation with the Broncos, didn't I? I would never throw the ball. Yeah, so, uh, no. I mean, I don't understand. That's a huge win if FSU can pull out the one, even if they only win by one. A uh, little disappointed in Mike Norvell. Uh, it's going to be hard to recover from that. I, it's giving me the same vibes of the Notre Dame game from last year where it kind of just derailed their whole season. Uh, and they have Clemson, number four Clemson they're playing this week, which is going to be a tough opponent. I think they're... Season was almost derailed after they lost to Wake Forest, but... I don't know. Wake Forest is a good team. I'm pretty sure they're ranked around 14 right now, um, which is a shock. If you would have said yeah. Wake Forest ranked 14 a couple of years ago, no one would believe you. Big shock. Uh, the only win I had in uh, upset alert was UCLA-Utah. Everyone said UCLA is just overrated. You know, they're not going to be what they were. You're wrong now. Uh, they're <laughs> ranked They're ranked 11 now. They they huh. beat Utah. They beat Washington. I think they are they actually have a big contender for a big bowl game. Their highest ranking since Josh Rosen was there. Really? Wow. Um, yeah, I think I think UCLA has a huge uh, opportunity to be in a huge bowl game this year. I don't think playoffs because the, uh, it's only the four-team playoffs. It'll, it'll be Clemson, Georgia, Bama, and Ohio State. Yeah, unless something weird happens. Which, by the way, is probably the most basic college football playoff you can get. Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. You cannot get more basic than that. I honestly think if Tennessee manages to win this week, that is actually my game of the week. Tennessee, uh, number six Tennessee against number three Bama. I think if Tennessee manages to win... They have a good shot at getting into the college football playoffs. Yeah, but then I don't think that the AP will ever allow Bama to not be in the playoffs. So even if Bama loses, I think they would still have Bama over Tennessee because they're so biased towards Alabama. Yeah, and lastly, I got a lot of I got a lot of comments on this on this upset alert last week. I was wrong. I took some outside source. This was not my own opinion. I'm blaming this on someone. <laughs> uh, I said LSU would beat Tennessee in Baton Rouge. I was wrong. I will admit it. Uh, yeah, that was a horrible game to choose. I think they lost by like 20-something points. Yeah. Um, yeah, so game of the week, like I said, Bama at Tennessee. It is in Rock- Rocky Top, so that stadium is going to be rocking. No, no pun, pun intended. intended. <laughs> yeah, so I think Tennessee is a huge shot at winning this, and it's a huge game for them if they do. Is Bryce Young playing this week? I don't. No, I don't it's... think he is. 
Yeah, I, I think Tennessee will probably win. Without Bryce Young, I don't know if Bama can get done. Because they looked rough last week without him. Yeah, honestly, I think if uh, I think if Jimbo Fisher actually calls a uh, competent play uh, and not throw it at the one-yard line when it's their last play of the game, uh, then maybe they can win. I know I made a comment last week saying, oh, yeah, Bama will be fine even without Bryce Young, and I made reference to the two, uh, Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones, but, I mean, their backup, Bama's backup, did not look good at all. I mean, he's a true freshman, you know? I mean, there's only so much someone that is a true freshman who's 18, maybe 19, taking over a team like Bama. Yeah. Um... But before we move on from college football, congratulations to, once again, Illinois for being ranked since first time since 2011. And and James Madison, the Dukes, are actually ranked in their first ever college football FBS season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the, uh, I think, the Sun Belt. You know, uh, yeah. for sure Appalachian State is in that conference as yeah. well. So it's a pretty decent conference. But they are ranked, it's their first ever FBS season, and they are currently ranked 25. Wow. So that's huge. They're 5-0 and right now. All right, we are going to bring it to baseball, which we had the wild card this past week, where I think my I think the best series was probably Mariners Jays. Um, that comeback, the Mariners were down eight to one, and they came back and won and beat the Jays, and the Mariners are in the the next round. Yeah, I mean, I saw the score. I'm like, oh, that's going to game three. I checked back my phone later because I wasn't watching that game, and I'm like, what is going on? Uh, insane. The Mariners comeback. rallied. Uh, they did what they needed to do, and I'm I'm glad they did. I was rooting for the Mariners. You know, a team that's been deprived of a playoff win yeah. since I, tw- 2001. I was rooting for the Jays just because if I were to pick a favorite baseball team, it would be the Jays. They're the closest proximity to Buffalo, um, and I don't care for the Marlins at all. I do like the Heat, but that's because Miami's closest, but the Jays could not get it done. Yeah, I mean, everyone who uh, who I wanted to win their series won other than uh, the Cardinals. I wish the Cardinals would have won because, you know, it is Albert Pulos and Yadir's last season. Uh, it's a really bad way, getting swept in the first round uh, to end your career. And I think that probably, to in me, the biggest shock from this is that the Mets lost. Yeah, uh, the we Mets... The Mets, like, I think if, if they were going to win a, uh, a World Series within the next, say, five years or so, I think this would be their year at 100%. Yeah, so the Mets, I don't know what happened to them. I think they rallied too hard in the second game to push for game three than actually try. But let's talk about Musgrove, the pitcher for the Padres. Phenomenal game. I'm pretty sure he had seven innings, only one hit allowed. I think the biggest thing is that the Mets did not win a single game in September. Right? That's what it was? Yeah. Yeah, and if you literally win, they said... If they win one game, they would have made it and got the bye, and they did not get the bye, and that is ridiculous that you cannot win a single game in an entire month. Yeah. And honestly, that's like the Mets kind of deserve well, what happened to them to get booed out if you can't win a single. Yeah, game. the Mets, a uh, very prominent comedian, uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, he said, <laughs> uh, "I blame it on the Trump on Timmy Trumpets, which is uncalled for." We all love the, the, the trumpet solo of, I think it was in August, September. I don't know. We all saw it. We loved it. But um, real start of this game, Joe Musgrove, I mean, phenomenal pitching. He actually got inspected for something because his ears were greasy. Yeah, I saw like that was the Mets coach just called for an The manager wanted an inspection wrong. because his, actually, stats-wise do show something was wrong, but there was no, nothing found investigation. And something uh, that was said was Red Hot was used. And everyone's like, the hot sauce? No, it's actually a muscle relaxant for oh, your like, ears like to help you relax. Like hot. Like sort of like something like similar to that, yeah. Like Shaq's brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shaq is on literally everything. He's on, like, printers, the general, Icy yeah. Hot. But that's what everyone's saying it is. But uh, people on Twitter like, Frank's Red Hot? 
And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> hope not. That would hurt. Yeah, but no, stats-wise, Joe Musgrove, his spin rate was up, his uh, speed was up, everything was up on that game. Phenomenal from him. And then, obviously, the game that lasted forever, the Cleveland Guardians-Tampa Bay Rays Game 2. That game went into the 15th inning. And fun fact, the Toronto Blue Jays, which game started, I think, two and a half hours later, scored first. Yeah, I think it's insane that you can make it through 14 innings of baseball without a single run. I mean, that's just insane to me. Yeah, I think the total the, the game started at 12.07 Eastern time, and I think it ended at 5.08 Eastern. So it was a five-hour baseball game. Now, something I do want to bring up is that you tweeted out there's nothing better than a walk-off home run. And I disagree. I think a buzzer beater is Ooh. better. And I also think that a Hail Mary is better than that. Yeah, but the, I mean, I, I don't know about the Hail Mary, but I think a buzzer beater is better. Because the thing is, I what I like about the home run is it's you. Like, you're the one that did it. No one helped you. So it was the buzzer you. beater. But you could have assist. But yes, if I had to rank I'd say home walk-off home run, buzzer beater, maybe an overtime goal in hockey, because those are... Those are high tens. I think that be I think that the rarest one is a Hail Mary, which does make it so much. Unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But still he's if you can I you can pinpoint four in his career and they all happened really in the same season. Alright, so I have a question for you. I've been asked this question a couple times. Uh would you rather there's four options here. All right. Would you rather catch the game like winning touchdown in the Super Bowl all for right. your team? Hit a walk-off home run in Game 7 of the World Series. Solo home run. Would you rather hit a buzzer beater in Game 7 of the Finals? Or would you rather hit an overtime goal in the Stanley Cup? I uh, Football is my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. I'm going buzzer beater, though. I think the buzzer beater is just... It is like the classic. You have the buzzer ringing and everyone's like... <gasps> the big gasps. And once that shot goes, everyone will be screaming and just... Because I think part of it would also be that everyone's going to run onto the court. You can't really do that in football. And I just think that the buzzer beater is... I would The only one I would even say is close to like a Hail Mary would be buzzer beater. And I would probably put buzzer beater over it. And the thing with like the touchdown would be that you know if someone's throwing the ball, um, you could be wide open, which would not make it as special. But a buzzer beater, I mean, no matter how you do it, it's going to be special. People remember Tatum's layup in True. game one. And that really wasn't a good shot, but because it's a buzzer beater... I like that logic. Which one would you pick? I would still honestly choose a walk-off home running game 7 in the World Series. I mean, it's just... I It's just mesmerizing, you know? But, uh, yeah, walk-off home run to end this in the fifth, in the bottom fifth, uh, 15th. <laughs> Great job uh, by the Guardians. And who else to do it uh, than Gonzalez, who has a walk-out, walk-out song, which is from Spongebob. <laughs> uh, the guy who went uh, viral for it, the guy who always who wore a Spongebob costume in the stands, he has been on Twitter... Uh, he's having the time of his life right now. Yeah, we are going to move on to just a quick little thing about basketball, where Draymond Green, uh, the Warriors decided not to suspend him. He took a couple days off from the team. Um, meanwhile, Jordan Poole had a great preseason game. He had that ridiculous move at the uh, near the elbow. Yeah, he was fine though. Yeah, uh, Draymond Green was fine, but I mean, once again, yeah, I definitely think it's still possible that he does get traded somewhere. I think that a good spot for him would be the Pistons, or I think the Lakers could be a possible... I mean, the Lakers are just trying to get rid of Russ so bad. Um, but Pistons, it's where he's from. Marvin Bagley, that news came out today. He will miss the first four weeks of the season, so Draymond could uh, fill in that spot. And Draymond's... He's a great player. Uh, single du- The single double king. Yeah, before we move on to uh, the NFL, I just want to say... 
Bro, it's it's rough being Toronto fans. I mean, bit leaves uh, the Toronto Maple Leaves, yeah. Blue Jays. I mean, well, I mean, it's you, rough. You just won uh, NBA Finals. I mean, yeah, but I mean, other than that, think about it. I mean, the really Leafs haven't nothing. won anything. Uh, they haven't won a series since '05. I the Jays. I don't know when last time they won, but it has been a while. And the Raptors had never made the finals before Kawhi, exactly. and once he left, I mean, the Raptors are still a good basketball team now, but the East is incredibly loaded that I could see them finishing anywhere from 10 to 6, but I would probably pick them as a play-in team. There's 10, it's like, everyone knows the 10 teams that are going to be playoffs in the East. All right, so let's move on to the NFL, where the most, most controversial thing this week is not a game, but yet the referees. Big calls, and we are going to break down what our opinions on these calls once we get to the games. But the first game that we are going to cover is Packers-Giants. And I need to issue a sincere apology to anyone out there who might be a New York Giants fan or any of my friends that are New York Giants fans. Because I remember talking about how they're saying the pa- the Giants are going to win. I'm like, no, it's going to be a blowout. The Packers are better. The Giants are frauds. Uh, the Giants are legit. Um, they're let's, they're a top five. Let's say a throwback team. to. Uh, I'm pretty sure didn't I didn't I predict that the Giants winning that maybe just a, just a uh, tad bit. And... Did you? I don't. I actually don't remember. I actually don't remember either. Um, <laughs> I do have the Giants as a top ten team, and we are actually going to do yeah. The Giants are a top ten team, and I think, I would agree with that. They're four and one. Why yeah. wouldn't you have them? Uh, but I think they're definitely on the lower end of the, the top ten, probably around the ten nine ish range. Uh, I hey. think the Packers are. I think the Packers Mid. are yeah, it's so it's really hard to decide between. They're in the middle. Town. What the Packers are, they're so weird. They really are. I uh, that defense is scary. That the the, uh, Giants. the Giants defense. Dexter Lawrence having a great year. Thibodeau had a huge tipped ball, fourth and or third and goal at the end of the game. McKinney fourth and goal tipped it. I mean, doing that to Aaron Rodgers is insane. And I love to see Brian Dayball screaming curse words at the end of the game as he's walking off. Talk in about full New celebration. York. Yeah, I mean, real. no one had a bad day. I mean, no turnovers between the two teams, which is shocking. You tell me the Giants go in. No I think just seeing how much passion and love Brian Dale has is going to make some NFL teams reevaluate uh, their head coaching situation. And Brian Dayball completely changed the culture there. And as a Bills fan, I do root for the Giants a little bit because of Dayball. And this was a great win for the Giants. Yeah, I mean, it was phenomenal from the Giants. Uh, we did see in the last play there, I was having a little bit of flashbacks to uh, the uh, Packers-Lions game a couple years ago uh, where you hit a walk-off Hail Mary. Yeah, uh, but no. Once again, that defense steps up and just demolishes Rodgers. Yeah, and to hold Aaron Rodgers to two second half points, and he they gave them those two points on what I actually thought was a pretty questionable um, safety to like to give them a safety there. Because listen, you're up by seven. You punt the ball. They get it at the fifty with about ten seconds left. Um, very questionable because. Then, if you, when you give them that safety, a touchdown would win it, and they have, like, 20 seconds left. So, it was a super questionable call there by the Giants. But, you know what? It worked out. They won. Yeah, but, uh, so the Giants do look legit, but there is a team that we thought might have looked good, uh, who's not. Uh, the number one scoring offense did not score any points this, this week, Sam. Yeah, um, I need to issue an apology, but a lot of apologies for me for say, <laughs> to Lions fans for getting their hopes up saying that they're going to be a playoff team, and I think this showed that they're not. The Patriots, in what I think are a top three uniform they wore last week, uh, ne- Patriots never need to wear their normal uniforms again, wear those every week. Patriots dominated 
enjoyed this game. Um, Bailey Zappi, his first career start, gets a win. And that Patriots defense is deadly. But uh, I'm not sure the name of the Lions corner that got severely injured early in the game by just tucking his head and hitting it into the chest of Jacoby Myers. Um, he was hospitalized for a neck injury. I hope he's okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, it did look scary. I, I do find it weird that there hasn't been any news on it. Honestly, I say this in the nicest way possible. Um, probably because nobody really knows him. And I mean that in no disrespect. It's just, it's something that shouldn't be how it is, but it is that they're not going to pay attention to the guys who are big Famous. Yeah, I mean, no one had a fantastic day, actually. It was shocking. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, back, horrible game for him. But, I mean, he was probably limited. I didn't really watch the game. I saw Lions were getting demolished, didn't really care for it. Uh, Hawkinson, one reception, six yards. Where the hell were you? And on the other side of the ball, though, not the other side of the ball, the other team, the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson with 161 yards rushing. And speaking of Jacoby Myers, he had seven catches for 111 yards and a touchdown great day from the Patriots offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the Patriots are in really good hands with Bailey Zappi. I mean, he's not phenomenal, but he is good enough. And he's actually, he's phenomenal in the stance he's a six-round rookie uh, that gets thrown in from a third string. Dylan, I have a question. Do you think the Patriots can make uh, a run at the playoffs? They're not going to go far in the playoffs if they make it. They'll be a first-round exit, but do you think they can at least make it there? It's going to be hard. Uh, that division's pretty tough, especially uh, the Jets look decent with Zach Wilson coming back, which mm-hmm. we will talk more about later. Bills are obviously them. Um, and then, I mean, the Dolphins are falling behind, but who knows what will happen when Tua gets back. It's just, I, I might have said this last week, the NFL is so bad this year. Not the yeah, quality. It's, no, I saw uh, very few teams are actually above 500 this year. Yeah, and let's be honest here. There are three teams in the NFL clearly above the rest, and that is the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. No team is even... The only team I would throw out there would be the Cowboys as the fourth best team in the league. There are 14 teams above 500 and one team at 500. And that is the Colts. Of course it is. Um, but <laughs> the, it's just, uh, there are a top three teams, then there is the Cowboys as the clear fourth best team, and there's a lot of teams you could sub in at that five spot. The Niners, the Ravens, etc. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to Chargers-Browns, which was a very hot, was a shootout last year and was really close. And similar thing this year, uh, Chargers take the win on that 30-28 to because the Browns missed a game-winning field goal. Yeah, but once again, uh, I would say Jacoby, I love Jacoby Brissett. He's been decent this entire uh, this season so far in replacement of Deshaun Watson. Uh, but Jacoby Brissett has to be up there with some of the worst game-ending drives up there. Uh, I would say he's number one right now for uh, worst game-ending drives quarterback-wise. Uh, but, you know, Washington has a little quarterback named Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, and we all I don't know if everyone saw that game, but who he uh, pulled a Carson Wentz. Yeah, um, Austin Eckler is now actually the number one running back in fantasy after back-to-back 35-point weeks. He had 173 yards on the ground, which is shocking to see from Eckler because he is that guy who's going to get you 90 on the ground and, like, 60 in the air. Um Huge day from him. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, uh, Mike Williams also had a huge day. Yep. 10 receptions, 134 yards, no touchdowns. But the thing that shocked about me for this Chargers team is this receiving core I thought would uh, decrease greatly, like in stats-wise, without Keen Allen, because I would have thought Mike Williams would get a guarded. 
It did, but, like, Mike Williams is producing. Yes, because outside of that, their leading receiver, uh, receptions-wise, I believe was Austin Eckler, or maybe there was a tight end in there. Everett, I think, might have had, like, six or seven catches. But on the other side, Nick Chubb proving why him and Saquon Barkley are the two best running backs in the NFL. He had 134 on the ground with two touchdowns, and Kareem Hunt also had a touchdown. Don't like to see that. (laughs) Uh, Amari Cooper, a great game. He had 775 and a touchdown. And it's just, this game proves what I've said every week. The Chargers are not that good of a team. You almost lose to the Browns without Watson just because they missed, I think it was, it was only like a 40-yard field goal that they missed. It wasn't long. And uh, the Chargers, they have not been good. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers, they, it's once again, I mean, they could sneak in a, a wild card probably very will, low, but the they'll AF- probably lose. The AFC is surprisingly weak. Like yeah, I mean, no one predicted whole, that. I know he's just said it, but the NFL is just weak this year. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the AFC being weak, uh, two of the worst teams in the league. I thought the Jaguars might have been legit, but they have been looking like the Jaguars once again. There are no more winless teams. The Houston Texans officially have a win. Lovey Smith found it. Like you said last week, this is totally a game that the Jaguars would lose, and you hit on that. Uh, I took the Jags to win just because you know what? Maybe they had a not so good day against the Eagles, which. It was they had, they played decent. Um, I think we overhyped that win against the Chargers because we thought the Chargers were going to be good, and they haven't been. So it takes away the quality of that win, and it was a really boring game. Uh, I don't see really any highlights from it. I know that Trevor Lawrence played a lot of fumbles again. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Actually, he didn't have any fumbles, but the thing is, he had two picks, but he almost a below fifty percent completion rate. Um. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is not doing that well, at least in that game. Marvin Jones looked pretty good, though. Seven receptions, 104. Uh, Damian Pierce is fifth in the league in rushing yards. That preseason hype is definitely coming true right now. Pierce had one yard under 100, and he had a touchdown. And Damian Pierce is how this Houston Texans football team is going to sneak wins in. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, Damian Pierce is making a, a dark horse campaign for Offensive Rookie of the Year right now. I mean, Chris Olave and Drake London and all them. I mean, yep. they were they were the talk for about week one and week two, but they've kind of fallen under the radar, and that might be because they're on the Saints and and Falcons. And Olave was... Olave's Olave hurt, hurt now. Yeah. Big. Big. He was out cold. Yeah, for for a couple of, for a while, but yeah, Damian Pierce, I wouldn't be shocked if he wins offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, it's definitely possible. We're going to move on to um, Steelers Bills, and um, once again, just a masterclass by Josh Allen throwing for three hundred fifty yards and four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, I mean Buffalo is them. There's really not much to say. I mean, best Buffalo, team in the league, best team in the league right now. I mean, it shows they do have some hiccups every once in a while, but. Every team has that. I'm sorry. Who throws um, who throws the ball from their own two-yard line when there's 20 miles per hour and scores a 98-yard touchdown? No one's doing that except for Josh Allen. Um, his arm strength is ridiculous. You see it. He throws that ball 40 yards down the field and flicks it. And then two drives later, Gabe Davis, a 62-yard bomb, which Gabe Davis wrestled that away from Minka, a one-handed catch. It's my dad's screensaver on his phone right now. <laughs> and Josh Allen just flicks it. Yeah, uh, the Bills looked phenomenal. Just there's huge one huge issue I came from this game is they have no rushing game. Um, Josh Allen is their rushing leader for this game right now. Uh, Devin Singletary is not a running back one, uh, and I don't know if James Cook is either. I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of him. Interesting enough, um, with the firing of Matt Rule, which we will get into, 
the Bills are now taking a good look at Christian McCaffrey and are considering offering a trade for McCaffrey. And I think he would fit really well in with Buffalo. He's a great receiving back. Bills love to throw the ball to their running backs. Yeah, the thing is, like, who are you guys going to give or what? It would be picks. I don't think it'll we're, probably we, end up. We're not you know give, they're going to get you a first round from it. They're, yeah, I don't think we would give up any really players because there's no players we would give up. Um, Khalil Shakir had his first ever touchdown. He had a good day. He averaged 25 yards a catch. He had one big drop, but he made up for it uh, with that 20-yard touchdown. And Stefan Diggs, over 100 yards on a touchdown. And Gabe Davis really had a Randy Moss-like stat line. Three catches for 171 yards and two scores. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Bills are them. Obviously, I still have them as one of my Super Bowl favorites, at least to make the AFC Championship. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see. I, who do you guys play this week? We play the Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, oh, that's going to be such a good game. Yes, it is. All right, moving on. Uh, a score that no one saw for, uh, coming. Uh, four, Jets win 40-17 to against the Dolphins. Woo! In MetLife. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I'm glad the new concussion protocol is in effect, but the thing is, there are some things that need to work out. It's literally the first play of the game, Teddy Bridgewater, he gets a safety concussion mm-hmm. out for the rest of the yeah, game. Yeah, but the thing is, he started walking back onto the field with both thumbs up and just slowly walking because he had time. Right. Got pulled out for a concussion. Uh, it was just uncalled for. And not to mention, I think Teddy Bridgewater is actually out for pretty uh, pretty much this entire week until, like, maybe Friday or Thursday. Yeah, so we, Thursday, could, so we could see Skyler Bishop get a start. And- Thompson. Skylar Thompson, my bad. <laughs> Skylar Bishop, I, I've heard that name before somewhere. I don't know. Um, but the Jets, man. Zach Wilson looked great. Sauce Gardner is easily defensive rookie of the year. He has locked down every major receiver he's gone up against, and it hasn't been close. He has been unbelievably good. His first career interception in Brees Hall, too. These Jags—sorry, Jags. These three Jets rookies, first-round picks, have all been phenomenal. Gardner, Wilson, and— Johnson. Uh, Hall, Hall. right. Jermaine Johnson is out right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I remember when uh they first drafted Sauce Gardner. Everyone's bad. They're like, oh, you, he's from Cincinnati. He doesn't have the Power Five experience. Uh, let's take a look real quick at Derek Stingley Jr. What is he re- like? He just got his first pick he last game, pick, but like yeah. realistically, uh, has he really locked anyone up? Sauce Gardner has been absolutely phenomenal, and Brees Hall had over two hundred total yards and a touchdown, including a seventy-nine yard catch, which he barely didn't get into the end zone. And the Jets really dominated the fourth quarter. I believe they scored like 20 points in the fourth. Yeah, I mean, everyone on the Jets looked great. Um, 21 points in the... 20, yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, I mean, there aren't great stats, but 14 completions to 21 uh, attempts. 66% completion. 210 yards. I mean, for someone who's his back in his second game, I feel like it's right. It's also uh, the first time they've won two games in a row in the Zach Wilson era. Uh, I think it's been... They, it's the first time they've won back-to-back games in a long time. Probably, wow. Probably pre-Sam Darnold. Um, they, the Jets had five rushing touchdowns. Brees Hall with one, Michael Carter with two, Braxton Barriers with one, and Zach Wilson with one. And this was a great win from the Jets. Uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I love seeing the Jets beat the Dolphins because I hate the Dolphins, so it just made me happy to see. I don't really agree with that. I think the Jets could make a, a dark horse <clears throat> wild card. I feel like they can make a wild card more than the Chargers, actually. Oh, uh, that, that is a hot take. I don't think the Jets have the quarterback experience. I am a Zach Wilson supporter. Um, I think he has very he has high potential. I don't think he's ready for a playoff run yet. But the Jets, they are definitely they are looking future. good. They have they're, a bright future. Uh, let's move on to Falcons Bucks in a very controversial game where Wait, even Tom Brady. There's a flag on the field. 
Yes, there is. Oh my god. That's oh Jerome Boger, what is wrong with you? Um Jerome Boger, very questionable. He was not allowed to do any playoff games after the Raiders Bengals last year because the play was blown dead, but Burrow threw yeah. it, caught a touchdown. By rule, that play he should be is fired. dead. I really think he's he's messed up so many times in the past. He messed up in the playoffs. And uh and because of this late uh pass interference call, which definitely not pass interference. Because of this call, the NFL is actually looking into maybe being allowed to challenge penalties. It should. I think roughing Not the pass- just roughing the pass. Wow. But all- I think roughing the passer and maybe pass interference They tried that reviewable. and they didn't like it. Um, I think it should be reviewable. I think, I think honestly offsides and false starts should be because there are a lot of times where one side will jump and the other side will get blamed on it. Uh, I think it will slow the game a lot. But, no, not reviewable. Penalties, I think, should only be if you challenge them. They should not be able to be, like, um, the previous review. Pl- yeah. It um, should definitely be Maybe only challenge. within, like, a two-minute war. Two minutes. Not a lot of takeaways from this game. Um, I said Tom Brady was going to ball out after his uh, news of divorce was coming out. No, I mean, he threw for 350 yards, which is great. But uh, Leonard Fournette. Fun fact, a lot of those yards are from quick two-yard pass screenplays, which is the thing with Tom Brady for the past couple years. He gets a lot of credit for a lot of things as receivers and running backs do. Yeah, he averaged uh, a little... He averaged 10.1... Sorry, 10.01 yards per uh, completion, which is not very good. But I want to know Leonard what his Ford, in-air average is. Not high. It's got to be uh, very... Excuse me. It's got to be towards the bottom of the league. Uh, Leonard Fournette had 10 catches for 83 yards on a touchdown, along with 56 yards on the ground and another touchdown. Playoff landing, man. I know it's not the playoffs, but yeah, he looked uh, like he, playoff. I would say he is the best offensive player this week uh, in the NFC South, but that is not true. Uh, we will cover who I think it is uh, when we get to that game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotcha. It took me a minute. Yeah, not a lot. Uh, I, think, I think the Falcons did get screwed of a chance to win this game. I didn't say they get screwed out of a win, but they got screwed out right. of a chance to win the game. But here's the thing. It's because they're the Falcons. They, they're they the one that let comebacks happen. They don't come back. That's not something they do. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, there's not a lot of takeaways. But yeah, next uh, up, I think we have the Bears-Vikings. Um. Great comeback from the Bears. They couldn't finish it. A great strip at the end of the game to seal it. Um, one of the best, just like pure stripping the ball. We've because in the last five years we've seen the um resurrection of the peanut punch. It's fumble. There's been more fumbles than ever, but that was probably the best pure just stripping the ball I've ever seen. Yeah, the person that really brought back the the punch of the ball out is the maniac uh, Shaquille Leonard. Yeah, he did it a he lot. He did not bring that back. T.J. Watt did. I will debate you on that. I will debate I you on that, but okay. Um. Yeah, Kirk Cousins looked phenomenal uh, in the first half and even the third quarter. When they it got to the fourth quarter, when they started coming, when the Bears started coming back, they kind of uh, yeah. Jo- Jefferson had one hundred and twenty yards in the first quarter, and Kirk Cousins completed his first seventeen passes of the game, and uh, those first seventeen passes he attempted were about as many attempts Justin Fields has. He's just a, not a good quarterback yeah i mean uh, kirk cousins looked phenomenal until when the bears started coming back in the fourth quarter kirk cousins just did not play well uh, he threw a pick uh incompletions galore uh i think kirk cousins is scared of not winning <laughs> like by a lot when justin jefferson goes off the vikings will win it's as simple as that he is that team dalvin cook had a great day 94 yards on the ground with two scores but they need to get the ball to Justin Jefferson, and it's they do it well. That's why they're four and one. 
um, the this league is getting the ball to your playmakers, and the Vikings are a team that is good at getting the ball to their playmakers. Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson contributed to two hundred fifty total yards. Yeah, I mean, if you're a, the Vikings, look great. Uh, we don't know what they will look like prime time because Kirk Cousins. They play uh, prime time this week. No, but oh, I'm saying in the general? future, like. Yeah. Playoffs is primetime technically. Play the Dolphins this week. Yikes. Uh, that could be a hard game. Could not. I mean, it matters if Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson is playing. Uh, but the Bears, God. Uh, if you're a Bears fan, I apologize. Uh, it's really bad. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. They are... Oof. I might want... I do want to throw them as the worst team in the league now that the Texans got a win. You got to put the Panthers there. Panthers, too. I mean, yeah. Really bad teams. We are going to move on, though. To the Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. Uh, really looked like the Commanders were going to come back and win it. I was like tracking it on Fantasy Cast on ESPN. And then I, all of a sudden, I looked to watch the play in the Bills game. I looked down, the game is over because Carson Wentz does what he does and threw an interception. Goal line pick uncalled for, but you know, it's Carson Wentz. Well, um, to me, the best player in this game was second year receiver Dayami Brown. Um, he was drafted before Amon Ross St. Brown. It's the only time I've ever heard his name when St. Brown listed off all the receivers drafted before him. Two catches, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. One a 75-yarder and one a 30-yarder. Yeah, I mean, he looked great career game, obviously. Um, the real shock for me is, I mean, obviously we all expect, we all know Carson Wentz to throw that stuff. But the rushing game, uh, Robinson and Gibson just did not. You cannot blame Robinson. I'm not blaming shot Robinson. Six weeks he was ago. shot. But Antonio Gibson, um... Three, great, three rushes, six yards. Great rookie year has not been good since. And, like, Washington has tough players, man. Uh, six weeks after getting shot, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. is back. Alex Smith, we all know the story of that. Um, I think this Washington receiving core is a top-five receiving core. It's a legit receiving core. Terry McLaurin's great. Curtis Samuel's great. Jahan Dotson is a touchdown machine. Daomi Brown broke out. Um yeah, uh, the only takeaway was, and we already knew this, but uh, the coaching staff finally gave him. Ron Rivera was asked, what is the difference between uh, your team and the other NFC East teams who are, have started 4-1 and 5-0? and oh? And he said one word, and that one word was quarterback. Yeah. So uh, it's not a great thing when your own head coach is throwing you under the bus. Just guess what that was. The one game where the commanders won is when Carson Wentz threw for 400 yards. 405 to be specific. And Derrick Henry, a third straight really good week. Ever since that Bills game, he has been, he has looked like himself. He has. Uh, yeah, he only averaged 3.6 yards a carry, but he is that workhorse back that no matter the amount of carries you're going to give, he's going to uh, get a ton of yards. Yeah, uh, Derrick Henry looks great. The only other thing, I mean, they really need to hand over the ribs to Malik Willis, in my opinion. Um, Tannehill is just not, I mean, he's decent. They've won three in a row. But you is keep it the because hot of Tannehill? No, but exactly. I think you keep the hot hand. But the issue, I don't think I don't know if it's Tannehill's fault or just the fact that that receiving core is not it anymore. We will see something uh, when the Titans do decide to hand it over to Willis. It'll be like how Tannehill got it. the Titans start off good in that twenty nineteen season, and once Mariota had like four bad games, they brought in Tannehill and he led them to the AFC Championship. I'm not saying that's gonna happen because it's not, but I think that's how it will happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the Titans receiving core is in a lot of issue. I mean, Traylon, Traylon Burks is out. Their best receiver on the field right now is Robert Woods, who I think is in his ninth year at this point. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting up there in age. Yeah. 
Um, other than that, uh, Seahawks Saints. This is a great game, actually. This is your best NFC South player of the weekend. Yes, he, Taysom Hill. And he won NFC Offensive Player of the Weekend. Josh Allen won a- AFC Offensive Player of the Week. For Taysom Kansas Hill, Kansas. I think, had 112 rushing, rushing yards, yards, three, three t- rushing touchdowns, touchdowns, and one passing one twenty, And a forced fumble. On special teams? On special teams. He uh, also had three punt returns. He is... Now, I might get hate for this. Debo Samuel is the best flex player in the NFL. Taysom Hill is the second best with Cordero Patterson at third. Uh, because Taysom Hill is primarily tight end slash quarterback. And he's not very good at being a quarterback. We saw it in the three starts he got last year. He was not Yeah, uh, I mean, Taysom Hill looked great. I mean, Debo Samuel is a flex position, mainly between yeah, running right back, back and wide receiver. But Taysom Hill is a flex position. Like, he can play defense, he can play whatever. You now, know? if we're talking about quarterback play, we have to mention Geno Smith, who was continuing, continuing to be phenomenal. 268 yards, three touchdowns, and Geno looks like a legitimate franchise quarterback. And I think that this, this Seattle Seahawks rebuild could be very short. And unfortunately, uh, they're Rashad not going to penny. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Walker looked great in the eight carries he had. He had eight carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. But it sucks to see Penny. His career's been riddled with injuries. And we saw it last year and last week that when Penny is healthy, he is a great running back. Yeah, um, I think both teams looked great, uh, especially. But I think the Saints probably looked good just because of Taysom Hill, if I'm being honest. Um, But realistically, I mean, the Seahawks offense looks phenomenal. But, like, there's only so much your offense can do with with your defense being that bad. Yeah. And we saw it in this game. Um, Lockett had five catches for 104 yards, two touchdowns, and DK had 88 and a touchdown. This Seahawks offense is ridiculous. Their defense is not great. Also, Jamal Adams being out the whole season does not help that at all. And I think that's about it for that. Yeah, other than, I mean, Chris Olave, what a hell of a catch for a touchdown. But he is out probably for the next week with a concussion. Weaker. Weaker too. Weak at the minimum, because that was was hard fall on his head he took and now we're gonna get into probably the biggest pure piece of news uh the 49ers blow out the panthers and it finally leads to matt rule being fired after a one and four start about time uh it's about nine months overdue i thought he should have been fired after the end of last season even mid-season um he's a good college football coach he's not he's not an nfl coach um he has no you need to be motivating and you need to be a leader. He is not a leader. It's as simple as that. Yeah, so the only takeaways is, I mean, there's no real takeaways anymore because Panthers fire their head coach. You know, they're a, huge, they're a big old question mark. I mean, they also fire their defense coordinator, so he's not the only one to leave. Uh, other than that, Baker Mayfield is probably out. P.J. Walker uh, from the XFL is starting now. Uh, I'm excited. I like P.J. Walker in the XFL. There's a chance he could do decent. But with that team, it's just so hard. Just something I want to mention is uh, we all know Jeff Wilson, the uh, 49ers running back. On Google, he is listed as Jeffrey Wilson. I just find Jeffrey. that Jeffrey doesn't sound right. Uh, he had 120 on the ground and a touchdown. Jimmy G, pretty good game, 250 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, they were playing against the Panthers. Um, so a big problem is that Debo has not done anything this season, and Ayuk has not done anything this season, which is a great duo a fast duo, young duo, and they, they really need to get the ball to them more. I mean, they put up 37 points, so I really shouldn't be commenting, but in the general stance. The, yeah, the, I should really pick up Wilson uh, for fantasy. fantasy because I need another running back. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, no one really did great uh, on the Panthers 
It's just yeah, mainly a no loss. No one's done great on the Panthers. Actually, I mean, if you're a Panthers fan, you're not happy with the performance of your team, but you're probably jumping for joy right now uh, that Matt Rule's gone. DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey, I think, will be both traded by the deadline. It's going to be an NBA trade deadline-like like uh time period for the Panthers. Wouldn't be shocked if anyone on defense like Brian Burns or someone else is also traded. Or Jeremy Chin. Yeah. You'd definitely see guys like that go. Yeah. Um, Eagles cards. Ugh. That was an ugly game. It was, and I was rooting for the Cardinals. I was rooting for the Eagles. I'm only rooting for the... I will. I said this last week, I'll be picking whatever team the Eagles go against to lose because I want the Bills to be record the best team in the league, and I also want them to be considered the best team in the league. Um, horrible missed field goal. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle Murray, I think, is now 3 for 43 on double XP weekends because uh, it was a double XP weekend, so that is a stat uh, that keeps going up and up on the loss counter. Uh, at what point, if you're the Cardinals management, do you talk, maybe pull Cliff Kingsbury aside and talk to him? Uh, I think they should have done it already. He's had, this is his fourth season. Uh, they made the playoffs last year. After going 7-0, and they ended up, was it 11-6 and or was it? I think so. 11-6, and horrible way to end the season. And the Cardinals, man, um, they looked good against the 5-0 and team, but I watched this game and... It actually, I I think the Cardinals had that gone into overtime would have won. They played a good second half and Marquise Brown looked good. Um, Jalen Hurts looked mid. Yeah, I think everyone played the way we expected him. Uh, Jalen Hurts played the way honestly I expected him. I thought he, like he started the season bad out of hell. Uh, I expected him to slow down. Um, the only big takeaway is uh the the Cardinals have one more game without DeAndre Hopkins. He comes back in week seven. It's week six right now. So, will this change for the Cardinals, or... We have... Hopkins was hurt all of last year. His last fully healthy season was 2020, where the Hail Murray happened. Don't like to talk about that. <laughs> um, Bill's PTSD. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make too much of a difference. Realistically, he should. It's another person for Kyler to throw to. And I think that this game, honestly, proved that while the Eagles might be 5-0, and they're not the best team in the league. We've seen it years... Uh, we've seen it for years in a row. Last year, the Cardinals were 7-0. and No one thought they were the best team in the league when the Steelers were 11-0. and Not once did anyone think they were the best team in the league. The records do not determine how good of a team they are. The team does. The quality yeah. of the wins. And I think we saw that last year uh, when both four-seed spots made the, the Super Bowl. Yeah? Yeah, Rams and Bengals were both a four-seed. No, the Rams were the three. Nope. Four. They were the four? Mm-hmm. The Cowboys were higher than the Rams? Yes, because the Rams lost to the 49ers. Oh. I didn't think they were the four, I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing else other than just both teams. I mean, no, there's no shock. Everyone played, uh, like, middle of the road, like, as we've seen before. Um, I'm still trying to process that the Rams were the, the four Rams seed. The Rams were the four seed. If they would have beaten the Niners, be- uh, they would have been the one seed. Because uh, the 49ers were the 6th seed. The Cowboys were the 3 seed. Mm-hmm. Who was 2 seed last year? The Bucks And they played who in the first Eagles. round? The Eagles were the 7th. Yeah, you're right. And Yeah, alright. Uh, and then, you know. Uh, yeah. Cowboys, Rams, and the Cowboys, I they're think. They're legit. They're legit. I'm sorry. Four wins in a row. They are the 4th best team in the league. Micah Parsons, defensive, uh, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Played ridiculous. Cowboys defense is legitimately carrying them to wins. That offense is... Really bad. Um, I think it's this... The, you have a line issue. I, 
I get Matthew Stafford hasn't been great, but I think the big issue is the line. He a stat. I think he has like less than a second to get that ball out most um, of the time. Cooper Rush, I think all credit for him being five and zero in his career needs to be taken away. I know he's gone in game winning drives, but it's the defense. Uh we've we've seen it. Trayvon Diggs is now a legitimate great corner. He has great coverage skills now, and he is the best ball hawker in the league. And this defense is legit. They had a very early uh, defensive touchdown followed by a blocked punt that resulted in a field goal. And then they had the 60-yard touchdown by Pollard. Yeah, uh, Micah Parsons is winning defensive player of the year. Uh, he is. I'm best sorry. Best defensive he, he player is. In the, He's in the, in the league. league. I mean, Aaron Donald, we can all agree he's probably the best defensive player of the 2000s, maybe 2010s. We can all agree on that, right? 2010s. 2010s, right? Yeah. He's Hall of Fame. He's Hall of Fame. Post- no doubt. The best defensive player post two thousand. That's tough. You could. We can all t- agree that Aaron Donald is Hall of Fame bound, though. He's a uh, first ballot easily. Yeah, um, Aaron Donald. I mean, he's good. Uh, he's becoming. He's not washed. He's just becoming not he, prime. He's yet. slowing down. He's slowing down. But Micah Parsons is is good. Uh, I honestly, I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I might buy a Micah Parsons jersey just because I like him that much. He's ridiculous. Besides that, if we've seen it, the Rams, I don't think we'll make the playoffs. No, um, it's a very depressing season for me in the NFL. But hey, my fighting line are five and one and ranked right now. The Rams so. are three and two and three. Two and three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I think they're worse than the record. Yeah, but once again, I mean, although we're sucking, we did win a Super Bowl last year. Uh, and yeah. you know, I at least I have college football back back on. Bengals Ravens. What a boring game. I thought it could have been such a better game than it actually was. I don't think it was that boring. Yeah, it was low scoring, but something that I was kind of trying to foreshadow earlier is um, the way to win in the league is to get the ball to your star players. The Bengals have not done that this year. Uh, they are not getting the ball to Jamar Chase, and they're not going to get to Joe Mixon, and that's why they are 2-3. and three. Yeah, yeah, they're 2-3. and three. I mean, they're not even really giving it to Evan McPherson. <laughs> like, I mean, he had one field goal attempt. Uh, but obviously the touchdown. I'm I'm making a joke. By Just, the way, yeah, Justin Tucker, absolutely automatic. Literally Hall of Fame. I think he's could be the sec. I don't know if it's the second or third Hall of Fame kicker. He has he is making a big Vinatieri. Vinatieri's most likely going to be. He's already in, and or uh, he will be. Morton Anderson Morton. is the all time leading scorer, mm-hmm. so he's in. The only two I can really think that uh, obviously Vinatieri I is a no brainer in my opinion. Right. I think he's. I mean, he might it may not be first ballot, but I think he will eventually. And Justin Tucker might be. He, no, Justin Tucker will be. He's so people greatest. are trying to say Robbie Gold, but I just don't. Justin don't Tucker it. is the best kicker in NFL history. You know what? Van Terry's two Super Bowl game winning kicks, but Tucker's the most accurate in NFL history. That's the takeaway from this game is that, honestly... Justin Tucker is him. He He's a valuable piece. He's nowhere near, like in my opinion, a top 50 player because no, it's a it's kicker. kicker. He he was worth the contract extension, though. Yeah. Uh, it's already proven. Lamar Jackson not looking like an MVP season right now. Josh Mi- Allen, in my opinion, is leading that. Missed Lamar missed back-to-back wide-open touchdowns. That resulted in a punt. The Bengals got the ball back, kicked a field goal. Um, it, I mean, come on, Lamar. You're, you, you need to get the paid. The first, first three weeks you were showing us, wow, you know what? Lamar needed to be paid. He's a legitimate passer. And these last three weeks, wow, Lamar, you have not been good. Um, we're going to move on to what I think is probably game of the week, Chiefs Raiders. Yeah, that was shock. I was not expecting this game to be that a one-point game at the end. But let's talk another controversial roughing the passer call. This one, I I don't agree with either of them. I agree more with this one because the rule is you cannot put your full body weight on a quarterback, and Chris Jones did that. I still don't think it's roughing the passer. 
why are we, I understand the quarterback is the most pos- important position in football. Why are we protecting them so much more than anyone else? Why are you allowed to tackle any other player with your body weight on them? Yeah, um, it's it's gonna be rough for the. Ra- I mean, the Raiders do seem pretty well, but the thing is, they're one and four already. The Raiders are three and two without Hunter Renfro. He ran into Devontae Adams. That play would have been a touchdown. Adams was open that fourth. Uh, that fourth down late in the game, and he fumbled the ball in week two against the Cardinals, which resulted in Byron Murphy taking it back for a touchdown. And also the biggest piece of news, I think, Devontae Adams, man. I lost it's, so I much respect. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had so, so much, much respect, respect for Devontae Adams. Lost uh, most of it. No. It's, it's Las Vegas, literally. Uh, Henry Ruggs. I mean. Alvin Kamara. Al Davis is saying it was just win, baby, right? Marshawn Lynch like, got arrested there. Man, Vegas. Yeah, I mean, there's just something. I I don't even think it's really Vegas. I think it's just the Raiders. It was absolutely unnecessary to push him. Um, He's there being is charged for misdemeanor. There assault. is one player, though, in my opinion, that is proving why he should get extended or get offers at the end of the season. Josh Jacobs, uh, phenomenal mm. performance two weeks in a row. On the second week, I, I think, think he's making a small push. I'm not saying getting like paid, but I think he should get. Com- Josh Jacobs is one of the most overrated running backs in the league. Yes, he's had uh two great weeks back to back. But his efficiency is unbelievably low. Now, this week it wasn't. He averaged seven yards a carry. But oh, his career, his efficiency has been unbelievably low. Yeah, no, I don't I don't disagree with you there. I think if he wants to get a decent contract by the end of this offseason from multiple teams, maybe, or just from the Raiders himself, that he needs to have more games like this or last week's. Travis Kelsey, seven catches, 25 yards. Not one, not two, not three, but four, four touchdowns. Yeah, um... I mean, there is four touchdowns, obviously, but only I mean, twenty five yards. Only twenty five yards. But the thing is, Mahomes is selfish. Um, they were like on the one yard line where they could have just punched it in with a running back, and what do they do? They do a drop back pass. Yeah. Um. No offense. Uh, I like Mahomes and everything, but I feel I like don't. at that, at that, I mean, I know why you don't. I feel like at that point, just give it to your, give it to your running back. Hate Mahomes. Like, I, like he he's trying to go for I think the passing touchdown record which is held by Peyton Manning which I think is like fifty something fifty five fifty five which he's still not even on track for. I like every answer my body hates Patrick Mahomes and I cannot wait. This is gonna segue. I cannot wait for the Bills to destroy the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't care. Normally we start with whatever the earliest game is. We're starting with the easily game of the week, probably game of the year. Bills Chiefs. I have the Bills winning it. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career Bills he has it. been underdog at home. The Bills are going to win by ten or more points. Ten this or Bills, wow, okay. This Bills defense has been ridiculous without Micah Hyde, without Tre'Davious White. Jordan Poyer comes back this week. Tre'Davious White comes back into practice this week. The Bills are going to win this game. No one can stop Josh Allen. It's impossible. Even yeah, when uh, his stats are low, he is phenomenal. Yeah, Bills win this, no doubt in my mind. I mean, the Chiefs are really good. It's going to be a great game, probably game of the week in my opinion. Uh, but obviously those teams hate. And I think Stephon Diggs wants some more revenge. I mean, we were supposed to see it last year in the, in the, divi- in the divisional, but we revenge. never saw it. Um, let's Now let's go in our proper order. Since this is being recorded on Wednesday, because Dylan is going to Illinois for the Illinois game, we are going to predict the Thursday night game now. We predicted it last week, but now we can give our official commander's win. I mean, I have no clue. I mean, no one's favorites in Chicago. Um, it really comes down to, is Carson Wentz going to play like Eagles Carson Wentz or after post-ACL Carson Wentz? Mm. You know what I mean? But I'll take I, Commanders right now, but that can go either way, in my opinion. Moving on to a game which everyone thought would be a blowout early in the season. But now, Ravens-Giants, I'm going to hop 
aboard the New York train. That's what I. He's with me now, folks. Sam is with me now. Giants win this. Is it in New York? It is. Yeah, Giants win it. They are going to be five and one. Uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, he has looked good. He's looked good. He's made improvements. He's not a elite quarterback, but he is a quarterback that gets it done. Sir, he is a serviceable quarterback. Um, this defense is ridiculous. I think they can contain Lamar. You put Kayvon Thibodeau spying on Lamar all game. He's fast enough to keep up with them. Yep. He's going to get in there, get a sack. He's going to bat balls down. He did like, it twice. Yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, speaking of players with fifth-year options that are active right now, Daniel Jones could get, I'm not going to say get paid, it's but possible. he could get re-signed for a decent contract with the with the Giants. Um, But, yeah, the Ravens have looked not great. The And not tonight, isn't, isn't, uh, isn't their safety, Marcus, uh, isn't Marcus yeah, Williams out now? Yeah, I don't. I think hand injuries. I think he dislocated his wrist, and he's yeah. on the IR for at least four weeks. Um, moving on to wow, our already repeat divisional game this early in the season. Jags Colts. Um, I was gonna go to that game. Uh, I said nope. <laughs> I was. I was. I was gonna go. It's just. It's just gonna be such a bad game. Uh, it really Matt Can they protect? If they can protect Ryan, there's a chance they can do well for the rest of the season. But if that line can't figure its shit out, then I don't think it can happen. I genuinely don't know. This could go either way. We see the Jags play like they did early in the season. The Jags easily win. It I'm is gonna, an indie. I'm going to stick with the Jags. I don't care. Jags haven't won an indie in multiple years. The Colts haven't didn't win in Jacksonville. It's like the same thing. It just flipped. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Colts take the win, though. Um, It's going to be a bad game. I think the Jags probably win in a similar fashion. Uh, this... This game's not going to be close. It's going to be a blowout. Either way, I'm not sure which way I'm choosing the Jags way. Patriots, Browns. Um, the Browns are 2-3. and three. The Patriots are I don't want to root for the Pats, but I'm taking them to win the game. I will never root for the Pats ever, uh, but I don't want to root for the Browns either. I'm going to take the Browns. Uh, Nick Chubb can't be stopped. Simple as that. Bengals Saints. Um, the Bengals have been up and down. They lost their first two, one two in a row. Then lost last week. Uh, Taysom Hill. He has one game like that a year. Bengals win. Taysom Hill is that man. I'm kidding. Uh, Bengals probably win. Uh, I would love to see Taysom Hill put up those numbers again because it's just funny. Um, but yeah, uh, Bengals win that game, no doubt in my mind. Uh, Bucks Steelers. Last time these two teams played, it was Monday Night Football, and Vance McDonald had a seventy-five yard touchdown, which he stiff armed two players back to back. I think that the Buccaneers themselves are going to stiff arm the Steelers, and the Steelers are going to be one and five. And honestly, Steelers are definitely a bottom five team. Yeah, um, everyone. Harris. Everyone was like, "Start Kenny Pickett. Start Kenny Pickett." I don't think Kenny Pickett's been that that great. I mean, usually. First-round quarterbacks are better than this. Where is Najee Harris? He has been... I know the Steelers have an abysmal O-line, but Please, like I said... my fantasy team. Get the ball to playmakers. Najee's a playmaker. They don't do it. My fantasy team hurts. Um, 49ers-Falcons. I think the 49ers have a top-three defense. I think the Falcons don't have a top-three offense or top-three defense. Probably bottom three in both. 49ers Niners win. win. Yeah. You, you, you took the word straight out of my mouth. Jets... Packers. Now, let's be honest here. An upset happens. A team does not get upset two weeks in a row. We don't see that often. The Packers rebound and pick up their fourth win. Don't do it. I'm going to do, do it. it. Don't do I'm going to do it. I, I, uh, you're I'm going to do it. You're fully on the New York team. Yeah, Bills, I'm on the New Giants, York team. Jets I don't know. Win. I think the Jets win it. I don't. I just have a weird feeling Jets win this. Um. Yeah. I have no clue why. I just I can't explain it. I just feel like the Jets win this. Vikings, Dolphins. Um, 
no matter who starts for the Dolphins, the Vikings are winning that game. Yeah. <laughs> Tyreek No Hill, doubt in my mind. Tyreek Hill's not fully um, healthy. Unless Tua randomly, miraculously started this week, he'll which is not going to happen. He'll get another concussion. Uh, Tua, not sorry. Tyreek was in a boot. He is, he's, pro- he's probable to play this Sunday in Miami. Panthers-Rams. Rams won that. If they don't win that, they have a huge issue. Uh, not only that, if they win this, it's huge because they're going into a bye week to get healthy again. Uh, I think this is a must-win week for the Rams. The Panthers are more motivated than ever. To that is true, though. To win without Matt Rule, the Panthers are going to beat the Rams. Oh, I would laugh. I would laugh it's my ass off if that happens. It's going to happen. Once again, I, I find this NFL season funny because both my teams suck. Uh, so every single time we lose, I'm like, well, I still got the Illinois. Cardinals-Seahawks, which has been a classic matchup for my entire time. Wow. Spe- entire childhood. Uh, Geno Smith is going to pick up. The Seahawks are going to get the I think Seahawks win this. Agreed. I can't believe that, but I think Seahawks win this. Geno's playing like an MVP. He won't win MVP, but we uh, we are to give our picks for Bills Chiefs. Cowboys-Eagles, which honestly... Cowboys. If, if Bills and Chiefs wasn't happening this week, Cowboys Eagles would be. Cooper Rush has been dubbed the starting quarterback for this week. He they will. said they're gonna no, they dubbed like it's official. Yeah, I know I'm saying he will. Um I think Cowboys come out with another win. Uh my cousin, who is a huge Cowboys fan, he this will be his first ever Cowboys game. He's going to Oh, he lives in Philly? No, he uh he lives in New York, but oh. he's going he it's not too far, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, I know. Um it's his first ever Cowboy game and I'm rooting for the Cowboys, and I think they're going to win. I think that defense is going to swallow up Jalen Hurts, and I think the offense will be good enough to get a win. And finally, a game that everyone thought would have been a good Monday night matchup, but they should just flex it out. Nope. Broncos, Chargers. What is it with the NFL and saying, mm, why is the AFC Broncos West, primetime. Why is the AFC West in primetime every week? I have no... I mean, I'm not going about the AFC West. I just don't want to see the Broncos in primetime. Hold on. I legitimately think the AFC West has been in primetime every week. Let's see. Week one, the Broncos played on Monday night. Week two, Chiefs Chargers was Thursday night. Week three... Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Cleveland Browns, and then Monday night was Cowboys Giants. And what was Sunday? Oh, yeah, you're right. Broncos 49ers. And then the following week, Chiefs Bucks was... Uh, Sunday night, and last week, Broncos, this week, Broncos, literally every week, the AFC West is overhyped. They're going to have one playoff team. Chargers win. Broncos have a bottom three offense. Yeah. Um. Chargers win that, no doubt. Yeah. Um, um. Should we give our pick for the Thursday night game next week? No. No? No, it's too soon. We can't. We can't do that one. All right. Um. All right. Yeah, it's going to be a bad week in my opinion. I think college football is going to be more interesting this coming week than NFL, uh, just because of the amount of ranked matchups. Well, when the Bills win by 40 points, it'll be more interesting to me. To you. That game is literally going to be on uh, everywhere. No no person in America is not going to have that game. Well, folks, there is a huge chance this weekend uh, the Twitter uh, page will be ran by the one, the only Sam. Yeah. Uh, which will be a interesting thing to see. Uh, because I will be. I tweeted. Out, I tweeted out a couple times last week. You did. I said Saquon is him in all caps. On the so account. Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah, I did. I just didn't know that. Saquon played absolutely phenomenal. Check out our Twitter at Last Minute Sports SP. Same thing on Instagram. Last Minute SP. I said SP. Oh no! You said Last Minute Sports SP. It's oh like just last yeah, minute. that's what I meant. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Sam. I'm Dylan. And, and this, this was, was the Last Minute, minute Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast.